1: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN 2 until 8 a.m. Eastern, and then ESPN U. Well, we're on ESPN U all four hours. SiriusXM XM Channel 80, the ESPN app, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Key. Morning, buddy. How are you doing there? You look great. Oh, you look too. fresh. Uh, see, look at this. Look at this. Look what I got. Look what the Giants sent me. Oh, All our way. way with little Giants insignia. That's right. All the Giants fans are wearing it today.
2: Yeah, that's kind of like some New York My Way, the whole deal. I know. I know I, what they did. They just right. changed it to our way instead of my way. Got it. Somebody came up with some, some marketing PR genius.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know what would be great. You know. It would catch on like wildfire. Anyway, Jay not here today. Uh, He's so offended by the fact that Key has called him Jay Bob recently that he refused to do the show today to teach us a lesson, and uh, we'll see if the lesson is learned.
2: He should be happy I acknowledged him as Jay Bob. Jay Bob.
1: Where'd you even get that? J-Bob, sitting there just thinking of ways cause trouble. <laughs> oh,
2: God, don't start that. You make it seem like I'm walking down the street breaking windows and just want to hear the alarm go off.
1: Uh, I don't really yeah. want to
2: go inside. I just want to break
1: the window. That's not a bad analogy, actually. Oh, so, God. <laughs> so, so, listen, Key, big playoff week. I, what happened to this season? How where did it go,
2: man? It went fast. You know, that that I was just – as we were coming in and I was listening to the music and the highlights and the playoff, this is the time I miss playing football, is doing this time of year in playoffs anticipation and get ready to go. You know, and even when – this is the fun time for me to watch the, the playoffs. Regular season's cool because you get a chance to see a whole deal unfold. But when you get to the playoffs, you know guys are one and done. Like it's over with. You lose, you start – You know, now you got to plan your trip and see if I'm gonna go to Hawaii. Am I gonna go to the Super Bowl? Well, I don't want to go to the Super Bowl because we lost in the wild card. Man, I ain't going to hang out and party. I'm gonna go to Mexico and chill. I'll watch it at home. You know, you start that whole process is fun to watch unfold.
1: And for the fans, it's March Madness in a way because you really can get Cinderella. You can't have a Cinderella team in the NBA because you got best of seven series the whole way. Like you know, you're gonna they're gonna find out. You're not. It's not like a team's gonna get lucky one night. And then they're going to advance. you got to win four. Most
2: Cinderella teams in the NBA lose. Like when I say Cinderella, you know, like the the Indiana Pacers, they all of a sudden on a run and they get to the championship, he's like, oh, they're going to lose because they're playing the best team in the West. Right, can't do it. Or a Cinderella team in the West plays the best team in the East
1: and they're going to lose. You ain't going to beat them four games. You might beat them once or twice. You ain't going to beat them four out of seven. But in the NFL? You really might get a Cinderella team. Like the Giants, when they beat the Patriots, that was Cinderella, man. They can't beat the undefeated Patriots. Ridiculous. But you win one, you advance, you win one, you advance. New team each time has all the elements of March Madness wrapped up in a pro sports season. All right, Key, it is time for Take Your Pick. Okay. Seattle at San Francisco. Nuno, you're putting on your your headset like you're doing this.
3: I just want to make sure I can hear you well.
1: Seattle at San Francisco. Key. Um, who do you? Uh, who do you like?
2: I'm taking San Francisco. Although I like Seattle, I'm not stupid, right? I mean, San Francisco. Debo Samuel back in the fold. You know, Brock Purdy's doing exactly what I said he was doing several weeks ago. What he was going to do, and Christian McCaffrey is is just a difference maker. Once. Once they traded for Christian McCaffrey and Christian McCaffrey made the decision to go to San Francisco instead of the Los Angeles Rams, this was a totally different offense before him, and it's a totally different offense with him now. So, the defensive side of the ball speaks for itself. I like Seattle, but I just don't think they have enough.
1: Yeah, and San Francisco's, of course, favored, and they've won 10 in a row. But, Key, I got to tell you, and I agree about, about the McCaffrey thing. To me, they've been chugging along at a very high level, the Niners, when they're healthy, and guys like Debo and Kittle are excellent players, but they never had one of those unanswerable, fast, twitchy, playmaker-type dudes. And when they got CMC, now you add that, it puts them over the top. But Key, I think this is the worst draw for them in the first round. Like, if I'm, if I'm the rest of the NFC and I'm worried about San Francisco, I'm looking at Seattle like, ooh, these guys might be getting ready to play traffic cop over here. You know, maybe.
2: It just all depends on the way Geno Smith responds and plays. It's going to all depend on him because defensively on the outside perimeter for them, the Amador Lenore and company and that secondary is, is a different young bunch of wild dogs that go and hunt. And they're solid and sound and they don't blow coverages. And if they blow a coverage, they fix it the next time around. You remember when they played the Miami Dolphins, Miami Boom! I think it was like the first, second play of the game to the house call. After that, no mas, right. no more because they went. D'Amico, Ryan's and company went to that sideline. They got the board. They figured it out and they said, "Not again. Let's do. Let's do our job and our responsibilities." And so, it's going to be up to the lockets in 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 DJ DK Metcalf to learn how to separate and get open against this solid, sound secondary with that front. All
1: right. Next up. Chargers at Jaguars. Key, um, the Chargers like it's year 3, Herbert's in the playoffs as anticipated and boy it'd have been a problem if he wasn't. Chargers are favored by a point and a half. Uh, the total, the over under is 47 and a half. Uh, as you can see on the money line, Chargers minus a buck 35 and Jacksonville plus a buck 15. I mean that's pretty close to even odds. But but Key, I, I got to say man, to me you got some pressure on you if you're Justin Herbert because you went what was it 6th overall and 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 the number 1 guy in the draft a couple years later it starts off slowly maybe he could wind up being like Justin Herbert one day but it looks like that day has come last you know 6 7 weeks of the season and he's on a team that believes in itself and the Chargers going to charge her right like to me there is a lot on the line, and, and underneath it, a little like, ooh, what if the, the, the they pull the rug out from under these guys in Los Angeles? Who do you like in that game?
2: I'm, I'm taking Jacksonville. I'm taking, yep, the, I'm taking the Jaguars in this particular game. They're at home. Okay, the, the crowd in Duval is going to be jacked up and ready to go. They've gotten their playoff experience out of the way, which was last week against Tennessee. So they got that first playoff experience out of the way, even though it was a regular season in Week 18 you treated that like the wild card game, so to speak, because you were one and done. Either you win and you go in, or you lose and you go home. Now they feel good. They have confidence. I don't trust Brandon Staley, nor do I trust the defensive side of the ball nearly as much as other people for the Chargers. Brandon Staley, talk about Justin Herbert on the hot seat. Brandon Staley's got to be not sleeping at all this week going into Jacksonville, knowing that there's other coaches sitting there eyeballing the opportunity if that thing opens up and he makes the wrong move. You know, I just don't like some of the things that he's done throughout the course of his tenure with the Chargers, in particular last week, playing starters like Mike Williams, getting a back injury. Now you got to see if he's going to be able to play. He didn't even practice yesterday. So now you're like, oh, this dude here, man. You you hurting your own team by doing certain things and making mistakes. So, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see. And I've been around you now for a year, radio or whatever, and it's all about the germ spreading and causing the controversy. So, you know, (laughs) imagine if they lose, though. Imagine if the Chargers lose, Mac.
1: Meantime, just real quick, Doug Peterson, he did it in Philadelphia. They won a Super Bowl, never happened before. He goes to Jacksonville, the most toxic, worst situation in the boom, one year. They're hosting a playoff game as a pretty good coach right there. Next up. Dolphins at Bills. All right, Key. Like, do we even need to talk about yeah, this? Yeah,
2: uh, Pat jumped in my ear and said, "Speed up." So it's easy on this one, right? Buffalo taking the Bills. You can't, you can't go on Buffalo with a third-string quarterback and think you're going to win against a team on a mission.
1: This, this is a would be a monumental upset. In the cold weather, traveling. They haven't done well in either recently. And now they don't have Tua. And the Bills are rallying around DeMar Hamlin. Anyway, we're the pick, preseason pick for most people. And the favorites, Bills all day. Next up. Giants and Vikings. Oh, I love this game. Key, the Giants weren't sniffing the playoffs last year, just like Peterson shows up and boom. Dayball shows up, same thing, except without the talent that Peterson has, Overall. Meantime, Minnesota's favored by a field goal at home to be expected. It's about an even matchup, and Minnesota's at home. They're minus 165 on the money line, and the Giants are plus a buck 40. Um, so they're like slight favorites. Key, I'll I tell you what, it took a 62 yard field goal to beat the Giants last time. Man, I like my guys here. I do. I like the Giants in this situation
2: too. I feel like they're secondary getting some of those guys back at Dory Jackson and company. I feel like defensively they could do some things, put some pressure on Minnesota. Minnesota's really good uh when people come at them with pressure. They they don't they don't shy away from blitzing and Kirk Cousins and Jamar Jefferson, but in this situation, I'm just going to take the Giants.
1: Yeah, plus Giants got four legit and three of them are healthy pass rushers up front. They're it's a whole lot. All right. Finally, Ravens
2: at Bengals.
1: and this kills me, Key, because Ravens were my preseason pick, and Lamar already got – let's not forget, when Lamar and the Ravens beat Joe Burrow in the Bengals, Lamar outplayed Joe Burrow down the stretch in that game. and I mean, with Lamar, you always got a shot. Key, they don't have him.
2: No, and it looks like Huntley may be the guy he practiced yesterday. Yeah. Um, so – I'm a, obviously I'm taking Cincinnati. I mean, they got the better skill position players on the perimeter. They have their quarterback. They they're healthy. Uh, I'm going with Cincinnati in this situation. And Baltimore, maybe it's a different game because they kind of know each other a little bit. And maybe all of a sudden Huntley does some spectacular stuff if he if he's the guy at the quarterback spot and the defense creates a couple turnovers. Other than that, Cincinnati should win the game.
1: Hunt, Huntley has some talent, and if you squint. It's like, wait, that's kind of – no, it's not – the results are just not the same. But, you know, look, I I, I like the Bengals all day and the Bills all day primarily because of the injuries to the quarterbacks. But I might like them anyway in those – like, you know, there's good reasons to pick those teams anyway. But now when the other team doesn't have their starting quarterback, let's get realistic. Be a part of Keyshawn, J. Willemax Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN. But upsets do happen, and this would be huge upsets. These would be 888-729-3776, ESPN Nations, presented by Dr. Pepper. in college football season. Without the delicious taste of a nice cold, Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right, coming up next, here's the question. Have we seen the last of Lamar Jackson in a Ravens uniform? Keyshawn J. Willemax.
4: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had,
2: Jay Will and Max. Lamar Jackson, he shouldn't have to crawl and beg and plead to get a deal done as valuable as he is for your organization and your football team. He shouldn't be in a situation of feeling stressed out. You should have given him what his market value is a long time ago and not try to shortchange him.
1: What happened? Oh, am watching Lamar that running. highlight.
2: He turned that corner, man.
1: Come Listen, there's a very, very good argument. I-, I might even make it that over the last two seasons, when on the field – Lamar Jackson's the best player in football. Because think about last year, not yeah. this past season, the season before. Key, they had nothing. Remember how banged up they were? And they yeah, were he a, he in first the, place when he got hurt. He clearly could be the best player in football. That's okay. So, And then this year, fourth quarter lead in every game they played in, and, and also you see what it looks like when he's not there. But, right? what, but, what, but,
2: but outside of your argument, what does it do? Because he's the best player in football. Everybody, as I, as I would tell you, If Lamar Jackson, even though, okay, if he did everything that he's done since he's been in the league and you put him on the wall and you put another quarterback on the wall, they're going to go with that other quarterback that's good before they are with Lamar, some people, because it's certain things that they don't like. Hmm. They don't want to work hard. To teach him to do certain things that they do like.
1: Or teach themselves to
2: use him. Or teach yeah. set. Well, it's not even teach themselves. They don't want to switch right. what they do Look, for get- him. Hey, That's Keith. why when the Ravens drafted him and Ozzy Newsom said, hey, we're going to draft this kid, they had to tailor everything around Lamar's skill set to win. Otherwise, they'd have still been sitting there with Joe Flacco like a – like a
1: a damn school bus just standing there. That's key. That's why even I'm guilty of that, right? Like, I say he might be the best. You could argue over the last two years. But when it comes down to it, I'd take three guys before I would take him at the position, right? I would take – me, personally, I would take Mahomes, Burrow, Herbert, and then Lamar because of what you just said, because I'm used to seeing it done a certain way. And because no one's ever won a Super Bowl doing it the other way until I see it. I'm like everyone else in that way, but I am at least paying lip service To the idea that when you look at the results, he has a very strong argument that he's the best in the business. Look at this: eight and thirteen without him. That's more than a season worth of games. Forty-five and sixteen with him.
2: I'm I'm different than I'm different than you and a whole bunch of other people. Because me, if you put it, I'm taking him.
1: Me too. I I mean,
2: I'm I'm taking him. Of course, I like Justin Herbert and I like Joe Burrow and Josh Allen and all. But all them dudes got weapons.
0: Yeah, if you right, give
2: Lamar right. them weapons, what would he be? I watched him at Louisville. I watched him. I watched him with my own eyes. His MVP season in the Memorial, Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. Light a match to the Los Angeles Rams on a Monday night. He lit a match to their
1: ass Keith. in the, in the air, not on the ground. Yet not only, by the way, without any weapons, like they even got the look, hey, uh, Jalen Hurts. Take A.J. Brown. How's that? Does he do it for you? Hey, uh, Josh Allen. You know, like they give everyone a receiver except Lamar. But on top of that, don't forget last year, the whole defense was hurt, and they were still winning with nothing. think
2: about it, coach. Everything I just said with those quarterbacks that I just named, Yeah. look at their receiving cores, man. Yeah, it's
1: it's, crazy. All right, look. So, look, here's the question, though, because he tweeted out yesterday that – He was done, about his injury, basically, that he was done. Look, thank you for everyone for your support and concerns regarding my injuries. I want to give you all an update as I'm in the recovery process. I suffered a PCL grade 2 sprain on the borderline of a strain 3. There is still inflammation surrounding my knee, and my knee remains unstable. I'm still in good spirits as I continue with treatments on the road to recovery. I wish I could be out there with my guys more than anything. But I can't give 100% of myself to my guys and fans. I'm still hopeful we still have a chance. Harry Douglas told me. I got a text from, a call from him last night. He told me when he was on this show, Key, back when. I think he was in for you that day. He's like, man, I don't know why people are just rushing past this PCL thing, especially for a dude like who plays like Lamar. That's a big deal. It is a very big deal. And here is the question now, Key. His, by the way, 64.7 QBR is third since being drafted among active quarterbacks. You just said he does it without receivers. Behind Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And Mahomes is the best who ever did it, basically. And Josh Allen, they surrounded with what he needed. Okay, so he's, in, he's incredible. Have we seen the last of him? Baltimore did not pay him. They made him play without a contract this year. They didn't offer him market. If you look at Deshaun Watson as market... They, there's a potential for a franchise tag. Have we seen the last of him in a Ravens uniform?
2: I don't believe so. I I think that this is a uh, not necessarily a standoff, but I think it's a situation that they've got to correct and get right. His PCL injury is serious, as you can, as you can see him say. I'm not 100 percent as I argued all week long. If if he's if he's 100, he's gonna play. He had done football-acclimated things with the training staff, and clearly there's, there's some inflammation and swelling that continues to come back, which says, hey, all right, let's 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 just see if it could heal on its own before they try to go and do any type of things in the offseason with it. But I don't believe that he's done as a Raven because now if you do something different, unless they feel they can franchise tag him and trade him during this offseason – and pick up one of these quarterbacks in the draft and, as people like to say, reset the quarterback market. Um, you mean the clock in feel terms that, of paying the guy? Yeah, I mean the yeah. clock. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Reset the quarterback clock instead of paying him. If they think that way, then maybe that's an action. So, Because you could say, all right, who would they go get and where would they get this particular person at? Do they feel like C.J. Stroud is a better passer it gives them some of the same things Lamar. Do they feel that? Do they feel (laughs) like Bryce Young, who's small, can can do some of the same things that Lamar does, but he might be a
1: more accurate, better passer? (laughs) What's Bryce Young again? Small. He is small. It's true. For the NFL, (laughs) he
2: is small. So when you start to look at that, what do they think inside that building? Because I think regardless, they go going to franchise tagging, Right. And then let's
1: see if they work out a long-term deal. Yeah, see, I think he's out, and let me tell you, or I think there's a good chance he's out, and this is the reason. What Deshaun Watson just showed the league, and I'm sure owners did not like this, is if a quarterback has a certain stature, right, he can say if people think he's good enough, and that's the question with Lamar, right, do people believed in Deshaun? The whole league did as a player. Do people believe in Lamar as a player to the extent that they believed in Deshaun because – Deshaun was like, "Okay, I'm out." He was a free—he was treated like a free agent. Key—the reason his deal is so much bigger than everyone else's. And that was through all, all his legal problems, right? But the reason re- it is is because he went to the highest. He got two thirty guaranteed. So Lam- yeah, but that's different, though. That's a different situation because of the situation. He but if had- Lamar's like, "I'm out. I'm not. I don't. I, I don't want to be here anymore." It's hard to win a Super Bowl with a dude yeah, who don't want to be there at quarterback.
2: That it's hard to win a Super Bowl for anybody to play with you that don't want to be there or at any position sure. when they tell you they don't want to be there. But you have to. You have to think of it this way, though, Max. Deshaun said he didn't want to be there. He got tired of the way that they were doing things. He wanted the input to help the organization. They they faked like they wanted his input and yeah. pump faked on him through the three yeah. hole, play action passed him. He went for the fake.
1: They threw it over his head. They hired who they wanted to hire. They faked a $250 million contract, too, was one guaranteed. Here's yeah, $250 they, they, put in the press. Nah, man, I didn't know they was, They was pump faking him. Yeah. So then
2: he got, you know, agitated and said, I want out. Then all that other stuff happened. Because if the other stuff didn't happen, they could have probably worked their magic to get him back in to be, you know, okay, we're going to finally listen to you. But once the other stuff happened, it was a wrap. Lamar, on the other hand, could very easily say to them, Max, I want out. And then they could say, okay, well, let's see if we can move you and get the
1: value that we think we can. Which is three firsts, right? Like, that's what Deshaun went for. That's the going rate for a top-flight quarterback. Three firsts. Let's see if anyone has the appetite for Lamar off a PCL. Three firsts. Real quick, though. And then 230, one. Yeah, Yeah. but when you see that guaranteed fully
2: 230, that ain't even a problem. That's, That's not the problem. The problem is you offered me $133 million of fully guaranteed money, but... Mighty Mouse in Arizona got one sixty five fully Come on, guaranteed, Come on. and the <laughs> other Mighty Mouse in Denver got one sixty one fully guaranteed, and you offered me one thirty three. Russell
1: Wilson and Kyler Murray are not Lamar Jackson, and and they got they got bigger guarantees than him. Of course, he's mad. How could he not have feelings about it? Coming up, who's done a better coaching job this year? I got so many great coaching candidates this year. I mentioned Dable. I mentioned Peterson.
3: The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast.
0: 170!
1: What's up?
2: This is 4 Downs.
1: Yes, it is 4 Downs. Nuno, are you going to do the honors here?
3: Sure, hold on. Pat, start it.
1: First down. Seahawks at 49ers.
3: All right. Who, who's done a better coaching job this year, Pete Carroll or Kyle Shanahan? Oh. I
2: think Pete Carroll's done a, a a good coaching job. So has Kyle, but I think Pete's done a better job given the circumstance of his roster. If you look at these young guys, the roster makeup, Geno Smith, the the, the bringing him back, having him become a, a very important part of what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball. Kyle Shanahan loses his two starting quarterbacks. He goes to the third guy. But the system doesn't change at all. And Brock Purdy, for all intents and purposes, could be better than both of the guys that was in front of him. They trade for Christian McCaffrey, gives him an upgrade on the offensive side. He just has more to work with, a better defense all around. In the end, Pete Carroll did a better job to me.
1: You know, this is a tough question. I think there are like eight or nine coaches this year. Legit, you can make an argument from that point of view. Like, yeah, I got as good an argument as anyone as coach of the year, and these are two of them. Uh, The thing about working with you, Key – is that because you don't buy into brand stuff, you'll look at a guy and go, man, he's good. This is key. He's good, man. I'm telling you, he's good. Right? So you said that about Geno Smith. Watch, it's going to be the same. And about Brock Purdy, Key, Brock Purdy's good. I told
2: you. He's a good little man, after the first game, I said, <laughs> no dude, he's good.
1: No question. Well, you were right. So this is an impossible question to answer. If I have to pick, I'll take. Uh, Pete Carroll for the same reason you do, Key, which is you're both, you're both in the playoffs and one dude lost his franchise quarterback and was supposed to finish last in the division, and the other guy, you know, is rolling along with largely the same team. So, you know, I, I got to go with Pete Carroll. But, like, man, you could easily argue, you could argue Shanahan's coach of the year.
2: Second down.
3: Chargers at Jaguars. Which team's five-year outlook is better?
1: Between the Chargers and the Jaguars. Yes. Oh, you didn't give me a team. (laughs)
3: Pat did.
1: (laughs) Well, Pat did say Chargers, Jaguars. Oh, did he? Yeah.
3: Oh, God, I didn't hear it.
1: Second down. Chargers at Jaguars.
3: (laughs) Which team's five-year outlook (laughs) is better? Oh,
2: God. Five-year outlook is better. Because I'm working with Max, and I want to be a germ spreader right now. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say the Chargers' outlook. And the reason is because is I think they go to Jacksonville, they lose. The owners are sitting on the plane flying back mad. When they land back in South, uh, um, South Coast down in Newport, they get together, they caucus, they make a decision that Black Monday is right around the corner for the coach, and they send him his walking papers, and they request an interview with Sean Payton, and they wind up getting a deal done with him two weeks after the the, the they lose, and he gives them that five year outlook because things change. That's what I I'm gonna be like Max. I'm a germ spreader. I'm taking the Chargers.
1: I think you're right, Key. But and it's I, I think but it's tough because Peterson is a great. It, he's clearly a great coach. If you go to two different yeah. franchises, you win yeah. a Super Bowl, you show up and bam, just like that, you're back in the playoffs. Yeah. And eight backup quarterbacks don't matter, right? But I'm with you, because I, that's how highly I think of Justin Herbert. As much as Trevor Lawrence has a lot of talent, Herbert to me is other than other than Mahomes. He's the dude where, I, where just just looks a little. You know, like when Ja plays, Ja Morant looks different. Uh, Herbert looks different to me when he throws. Now, I like them for that reason. But what you just said actually gives me pause because the Spanos family look what's his name, inherited the team from his dad. He didn't make that money. His dad made the money. Uh,
2: uh, G, uh, Dean or something? Dean yeah, Dean or Alex or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: He, his dad made the money, and then he took over the team. So I don't know if he knows about what I'm about to say, because I couldn't tell his dad anything, right? He made billion dollars, whatever. What do I know? Scared money don't make money. If they're pen, penny-pinching to the point where they don't go out and make a real run at a Sean Payton, if they get rid of their coach, if they get rid of Staley... Man, I, you can't help these people, right? Like, well, they have to go get a great coach. And if you do that, they could take over the NFL.
2: Well, you know, like you do, Max, you look down the line at money. You know, you look at your thing and you see the money that you're gaining in three years from now. Yeah, They get TV money, big TV money coming to them. So I don't think that the money for Sean Payton is going to be – it's going to scare them away. Mm-hmm. Because they're getting ready to get a bag because of the television rights and the money that's coming along. And they want to win. They want to win. They got to win to get the fan base, all of that. I think if it becomes available, they won't get scared.
1: I'm in a weird way becoming a little bit of a Chargers fan in the AFC only because I feel so bad for that team. Like, they can't get right, right? Go get Sean Payton. Stop messing around. Third day. Dolphins at
3: Bills. Will this be the year the Dolphins get over the hump?
1: you. they are getting over the hump this e- year the e- Dolphins? E- excuse me? Or the Bills Did I get over there? The Bills. Oh, Bills, excuse me. My bad. Yeah, you said the Dolphins. I was like, so The answer's no up? to the first question. They're not getting over the hump the Dolphins. What about the Bills? The Bills going to get over the hump. That means beat Mahomes and win the Super Bowl.
2: Yes, I think I think this this team is a team of destiny. There's a lot of, you know, Max, you know how this thing goes in the world, man, when stuff starts to happen around you and everybody's rooting for you, Right now, I feel like the Buffalo Bills are, is America's team. Like, we are yep. all pulling for them to get to the Super Bowl. As much as I like Kansas City and Cincinnati and Baltimore and the other teams to, to fight, I find myself rooting for Brandon Bean and company and Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs to get to the Super Bowl. I'm with you know, you. it's just there, a weird – think, no think about it this way, though, Max. Yeah. What happened in the shootings in Buffalo – Right? The snow in Buffalo.
1: People dying. Then yeah. the
2: DeMar Hamlin situation.
1: Yeah, it's unbelievable.
2: And what are the colors of the team? You're right. Red, white, and blue. America. I mean, it's just like, it, it's a
1: weird feeling that you have. You're 100% right. They're America's team right now. And, and key... You can't really control who you root for. Like if you're watching a game, somehow you're like you, you think you're rooting for one team, and then all of a sudden you find yourself happy when something good happens for the you. like, oh damn, I'm rooting for that team. It's one of those things. You're right. It's out there, man. Pete, everyone's kind of pulling for him. Like I, I'm like I'm anticipating
2: Hamlin being able to be not necessarily on the sideline, but maybe pregame on the sideline. Then they take him in the box. And they show him in the box with the family and enjoying you. life and watching his team like that. That to me is the type of stories that I love to see on teams that I normally wouldn't even root for.
1: No question, it feels that way. I I would still say though, <laughs> the Bengals are the Chiefs, man, it's a lot. It's a lot to navigate in the AFC, man. It's a lot. All right. Uh, now, mind you, yeah.
2: If they see each other, the Chiefs and the Bills. They're going to be playing in Atlanta mm-hmm. at the Falcons Stadium, Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, so to be on a neutral site in the yep. AFC
1: Championship game. Yep.
2: I wonder how they did that. I wonder how they got to that.
1: Get a really check. neutral site, equidistant or something like that. Yeah, I wonder did they do the miles
2: other. or air fly, you know, like how long. I wonder how they did that. it
1: be interesting to find out. Hey, how important is this Minnesota game for Saquon Barkley? Keyshawn, J. Will Max, ESPN Radio. Jay Will and Max.
2: I like the Giants in this situation, too. I feel like their secondary getting some of those guys back, at Dory Jackson and company. I feel like defensively they could do some things, put some pressure on Minnesota. Minnesota's really good when people come at them with pressure. They, they, don't, they don't shy away from Blitzen and Kirk Cousins and Jamar Jefferson, but in this situation, I'm just going to take the Giants.
1: Me too, I'm just going to take the Giants. Keyshawn Jay Willemax, ESPN hey, Radio. Hey, Jay hey, so offended Nico. by Keys calling him J-Bob that he's refused to do the show today to teach us a lesson. Key, I hope you uh, have time to think about what you've done.
2: Oh, man, he's sensitive anyway. You know that.
1: Rob Nickovich, ESPN NFL analyst with us. Robert! Looking What's bright-eyed the, and bushy-tailed. A little tired this morning. A little tired? Yeah, hey, a little see the, tired. See the shirt I got on? Look what the Giants sent me. Look at this. Our yeah. way. Yeah. Some reason all the Giants fans are supposed to wear this today. Okay, all right. So. They playing
2: off of my way, man. You know it's New York. You oh, know how yeah, they do. I
1: know, I know. Sinatra, two-time Super Bowl <laughs> champion Rob Ninkovich. How important is this game, do you think, for Saquon Barkley, who still doesn't have his second contract?
5: I think it's a statement game for him. I think, especially a playoff game. We've we've seen him fight through injuries. He's had a great season this this year. And for them as a team move moving forward, if Barkley can repeat basically the same game he had against the Vikings when they lost by a field goal, I think he had, I think he had two twenty two total touches for 133 yards. He averaged six yards of carry. That's, that's like th- that, dude, you hand the ball off to him, you know, you're going to get five to six yards. That that's legit. So I, I think that this is a big game for him. Um, as far as just the the team needing to rely on a guy like him and and how explosive he can be. So it's B. I think it's huge. He's got to have a big game. It's certainly a
2: a huge game for him. And it's not even necessarily from a contract standpoint, Max, because they've already started to talk to him about the contract. They're not all of a sudden, if he doesn't play well, take it off the table. They may move it a little bit more to the left than the right, but they're not going to take it off the table. But they need him to play well for them to win the football game. And and, And what Nink said right there is important. If he can duplicate that sort of performance that he had the first time around, the Giants will have a strong chance of getting out of Minnesota and flying back home celebrating.
1: You know, I got to say, he had 10 touchdowns, 1,300 yards. I literally expected twice that this season. I thought he might pop 2,500 yards in a 17-game season with 20 touchdowns. And you know what? I think he would have started approaching those kind of ridiculous numbers if they had a single receiver on the team. But this is my concern and this is why the season was so impressive in spite of the numbers being good but not incredible, right, is that everyone in the stadium knows where the ball is going. They don't have anyone who yeah. can catch it, right? They, they have yeah. a young offensive True. line. They, you know what's going to happen. They have ball control type offense because even with Daniel Jones, going to run it because they have a defense. I, like, and so he is always running into the teeth of a defense that's waiting yeah. for him. That's my concern.
2: R- Rob, we're going to stay at the NFC, though. How much pressure? I don't even want to say pressure. How much stress is on McCarthy and Dak Prescott to get out of this round?
5: A lot. Everything is on the Cowboys right now. All the pressure is one-sided. Tampa, I mean, they really have no pressure at all. Just they, Nobody's expecting them to, to go and make a deep playoff run based on their the season you know like oh well it's a weak division tampa won the division cowboys better win that 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 is all the pressure mccarthy you know especially with them losing the way that they did the last week of the uh, of the season in that fashion when they were trying to hunt that number 1 overall seed and they had to go go out there and win i i think it's it's definitely a, a head coaching uh, my job's on the line he's got to go perform and he's gotta help this team win. They gotta be sharp. They can't make mistakes. Because if they do, you might be looking for a new job. You know,
1: Key, I was thinking about this game, Monday night football. ESPN across all the platforms. For Monday night football wild like playoff game. What? And it's between it's Captain America versus America's team. They should call this the America Bowl, right? And <laughs> and and I'm I'm thinking like Okay, Brady and the Bucks. they don't have a Super Bowl in them, it doesn't look like right now because the O-line is so banged up. This is kind of like, like if Brady does nothing else this season but beat the Dallas Cowboys on yeah. Monday night in the playoffs, it's, we will remember that like a Super Bowl almost.
2: This, this game is, is so big, Link, that Phew. the seaport is going to be empty on Monday because literally every show between Bristol and the seaport is going to be down – in Tampa, doing a show.
1: Everyone but one key. <laughs> Every show but one. <laughs> i the man that I got left on stranded on the island.
2: Oh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I thought I saw this just in. Mm-mm. Nope. I thought I saw <laughs> nope. this. Th- I th- oh no. Nope. You know what? It was Get Up that I saw. Yeah, I said, hey, this just, just
1: in up. won't be in Tampa. All right. Look. What- <laughs> What do you think about Lamar not playing and, and tweeting out? Like, he felt at a certain point he had to tweet out, look, everybody, this is more serious than I realized.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's very serious, the PCL injury. I mean, I know guys that have injured their PCLs. They're never the same. And you, it's not like an ACL where you can just go in and fix it. There, there's not a procedure. There is a procedure. That, yeah, you can go fix it. But it's not as successful as an ACL surgery. So, Dang, you need I to hate be – to hear that, man. Yeah, yeah. You need to be careful. I mean, I, it, it, the PCL – it stops your knee from basically your shin going back, and the the mechanism for and the reason I know all this stuff is because I hurt my knee a bunch of times.
1: By the way, Doctor so, Ninkovich, key I've never heard this dude has might as well have a, a so, have a,
5: a Ph.D. in something. You t- you hurt your PCL by driving your knee into the ground, so that's exactly MD, what happened MD, to him MD. when he got sacked. His knee hit hit the ground, hurt his PCL. You can. Play without a PCL, like you can't do it. Julian Edelman doesn't have a PCL in one of his knees, like it's torn completely. But
2: Julian Edelman is not Lamar Jackson, no, right? I mean, but <laughs> Julian, I mean, now okay, Julian,
5: Julian, uh, uh, short area quickness. I'll, I'll put Julian up against anybody in his prime. Like the dude's ability to to stop start it was insane. So you have to be able to cut and coming in and out of breaks, similar to Lamar when he's running. You got to cut. You got to stick your foot in the ground. You got to have support. You got to have that in your knee. So you can rehab it and get your hamstring really, really strong. Like You can strengthen your knee with your hamstring. But the problem is if he goes and he's playing and that PCL is still like injured, he's going to hit his knee again. He's going to get tackled. How do you prevent yourself from landing on your knee? You can't. If you get tackled a certain way, you're going to do the same exact thing. So – I think he's got to be smart with it because it's your knee. It's everything that you do as an athlete. You cut, you run, and Lamar is so athletic. He needs to feel like I can stick my foot in the ground and my body's going to react the way this that needs to
2: be. This is the reason, Max and Nick. I've always said, ain't no way in the hell I'm stepping on the field in yeah. August to help no team win and you're not paying me. I'm just not going to do it. It's not. I understand. The team thing, I get all that. But at the start of the season, Max, mm-hmm. not a chance, not a chance. Don't talk to me unless you got my money.
5: <laughs> and even this, that's the, my motto, Key. Even if he was paid, I, I still feel like if he had the contract, I, I wouldn't want him to play. If if he wasn't, you know, and certain guys are different. Certain guys they can go out there with an injury and they can fight through it. Other guys, especially lower body injuries, you don't have like that. That confidence, so you can't they, they just don't want to play.
1: Dr. Rob Ninkovich.
5: Sounds scary, doesn't it? I
1: just thought of a new segment for Dr. Uh, Ninko it's Justin. Dr. Ninko. Dr. Ninko. <laughs> Dr. Ninko. I, I swear to God, Key, I've never heard, like, you know, I I've never heard more medical knowledge about knees and stuff outside of a doctor's office hey when than with get, Ninko. When you get hurt, you gotta learn one. Keyshawn J, Will and Max, much more coming right up ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J Will and Max, the podcast.